T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sunday, it's the Chiefs and 49ers, and you can hear the game here. Pre-game coverage at 2, kickoff 325, Kansas City, San Francisco, this Sunday. Touchdown, Kansas City! On your home for Chiefs football, KMOX. Sports Open Line does continue. My name is Matt Pauley. Very happy to uh, welcome this next guy on the program. We could talk about just about anything with him. He's Tom Timmerman of the Post-Dispatch, STL Today. Follow him on Twitter at Tom Tim, T-I-M-M. Tom, thanks so much for uh, taking a few moments with us. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you, Matt. Thanks for having me. You bet. Were you at the uh, the uh, announcement today with the food choices for St. Louis City SC? Is that what I'm seeing on your Twitter? Uh, I I was there. Uh, our food critic is handling the story, but I, I was there to get a uh, to get a flavor, as it were, for the foods they will be serving uh, at the soccer stadium. It it's pretty. I, I get hungry just looking at your Twitter account. It looks pretty good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you know, they they had samples there, and and certainly, I mean, when when the guy took out basically the flamethrower to uh, kind of steer the barbecue sauces into the uh into the meat i mean that that was an impressive sight um you know and and so there's there's that and they're uh you know they've they've got fairly fancy these hot dogs which have peppers and spicy mustard and that was great and and then balkan food i don't know that i'd had balkan food uh before uh it's an eclectic group uh of the things that you can have at the ballpark so we can call and he's saying a ballpark. Yeah, so I I grew up here. I've been gone for like twenty years. I got back a few months ago. Clearly, clearly, the food scene in St. Louis has taken major steps forward in my time away. Just as I am looking at some of these food uh, options that they're going to have, and to know that they're only going with local vendors is pretty cool. Uh, it is. It is. Yeah. I I don't know what, what it was that brought on this uh, growth in the food industry or the the restaurant thing, but there's plenty of plenty of great restaurants around here, and it's it's admirable that that's what they're trying to uh, you know do it to to make this to make the soccer games uh, both a local thing and an international thing because obviously lots of cultures uh, in St. Louis, and that'll be reflected on the team. A lot of Germans uh, or German players players from Germany on the team, so uh, we haven't seen that yet. We have not seen the the Wiener Schnitzel uh, at the ballpark, but um, yeah. But it's uh, it's 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 a nice place to eat. They haven't played an actual MLS game yet, but my goodness, uh, it seems like everything they're doing, they're doing 
pretty much the correct way. City 2 obviously had a fantastic run. The, the, the season tickets and how fast those got sold was incredible. They're being very good uh, in the community. Now they do this food event. It's just that they, they seemingly know how to build up to a season and build up to a franchise getting started. They're, they're doing those things. It remains to be seen how good the team will be when the first division, uh, the first uh, club gets out there next year. But, um, yeah, they, they, the pieces are coming together. They've had the advantage when Major League Soccer, because of COVID, pushed their start date back a year. That gave them time to really get all of these things you know, in place before the thing started. And so they were able to do a lot more of these things because they've had an extra year to do it. Let's jump over to the St. Louis Blues. They opened up the season on Saturday night. They had a good win where they played tight, and then they were able to pull away late. In their Stanley Cup year, that was something they did a lot of, where uh, they would be able to wear down teams. Do you feel like this roster, the way it is constructed now, might be a team that can go to some version of that, where maybe we'll see this team score some goals and and wear down teams and have pretty successful third periods? Um, Yes. But to do that, you have to have a defense that doesn't give up goals and a goalie that doesn't give up goals. That was one of the things that made the Stanley Cup season possible was Bennington's play. He was very good at making saves, especially early in the game. And so the score was able to keep close. There were a lot of those games. He gives up a goal in the first period. All of a sudden, it's 2-1. to one. They're playing from behind. It's a different game. So... He was very good at well-timed saves. That's one of the things they're going to need to do. And he did that on Saturday night where he had some saves early where if those shots go in, it is a different game. It plays out differently when you're chasing. So, uh, you know, the Blues defense is one of the big question marks. And the biggest question mark is always how good is the goalie? And that, you know, if there's one factor to look at, and the problem is you don't know until the season's over, and you say, what team has the best goalie? Well, it's, in most cases, the team that won the Stanley Cup because that's the way you win the Stanley Cup. Yeah, I was just talking about that a couple moments ago because we've seen Bennington play at this high-level, elite uh, kind of way last year in the postseason, the Stanley Cup year, but we've never really seen him put together a full start-to-finish regular season where he played at a high level, and in many ways it feels like Maybe that's the final question mark or the final box to check, whatever cliche you want to use. That's the final thing that you kind of want to see from Bennington. Yeah, you know, his, his second season, he, he played pretty well in the regular season, and then the playoffs were, you know, were not as good. Once they got into the bubble in Edmonton, uh, things kind of came apart. You know, one thing you have to kind of appreciate with Bennington is that his first season, the Stanley Cup season, was so good. I mean, it was I mean, the the performances he had were so exemplary. It is almost impossible for a goalie to do that again. I mean, it was an incredible season. You look at just the the numbers he posted over the year, the records he set, and it was like, you know, know, most games, you know, shutouts for a rookie goalie and then just shutouts by any goalie. I mean, there were all these numbers he hit really, really hard. If he ever matched that season, that would be an incredible season. So, but if he can do as well as or almost as good as that would be a very good season. And yes, you know, he has hit down downturns and kind of in the middle of each season. Um, last year, they were fortunate that they had Ville Husso who was able to 
step in then and carry them through until Bennington got his game back. Uh, you know, we don't know this year if Thomas Grice is a guy that can do that. So, but they would be better served if yeah Bennington just did that from start to finish. Tom Timmerman for the Post Dispatch continues to join us here on Sports Open Line. My key for this team is getting pretty solid production from a handful of their younger players. We saw Jake Neighbor score a goal. Um, we we saw Torpchenko get healthy a lot quicker than anybody expected him to get healthy. How important is it that some of these young players do indeed take pretty big steps forward this year? Well, you have to because you have to have players on any roster in the modern NHL who are young players uh, because that's the only way you can make the salary cap fit is to have a certain number of guys who are making around the league minimum. And that's what Torpchenko is doing. That's what Neighbors is doing. Um, and so you've got to get performance. You know, in the cup year again, Robert Thomas was, you know, fresh off the boat that year. So they, they need that. And so that's what they're going to have to have happen. Neighbors, you know, he's going to be a third-line guy. He, he's helped right now that, uh, you know, Logan Brown is hurt. He's got that spot. He's got to make a claim to keep that spot uh, because, you know, Brown showed well in camp. He's going to get a look, and they've said they don't want neighbors playing on the fourth line. So if he's not on the third line, he's going to be going back to Springfield. You know, he can do it. He also, you know, he had four hits in that game, and hits can be a, a tricky stat because they vary so much from building to building. But that's one of the things they need him to do is to be out there and be physical, winning pucks and getting them back so that other guys uh, that Shannon Barbershev on his line can do things with them. Last thing for you, we'll talk about the Cardinals for just a moment before we let you go. Uh, this postseason has been really weird, especially on the National League side of things, with the Mets and the Dodgers and the Braves all ge- being knocked out. Does does that make it feel like – does that say anything about what happened to the Cardinals? As, as we, I've done this show today. I've just been talking about how random the postseason is, but I don't know how you evaluate a team in something as random as this year's postseason, especially on the National League side. You know, to, to bring this back to soccer, when City 2 went to the playoffs, they finished with the best record in the Western Conference, and John Hackworth, where coach, was saying, yes, now we're in the playoffs. So we're going for the Western Conference Championship in the American division because playoffs are a distinctly American thing. In you know European soccer, you play a league season, somebody has the best record, and that's it. You've won. Uh, they don't have these things where things can happen. You know, you have you like the Cardinals. You have two games where you don't do well, and there you're, you're done. Uh, and the Dodgers. I mean, the Dodgers by any standard are the champions of baseball this year. But because of the playoffs, they're not. I mean, I think Cardinals fans can take, I don't know if you can take solace in saying, well, that the Dodgers didn't win either, but it proves you can have an incredibly good team and you, you, the bats just aren't working for three games and you're done. Yeah. And that's, it, it is a very fleeting uh, thing, but it's also a distinctly American thing. And there's a lot to be said about being in first place in the regular season. That does mean a lot. Now, the Cardinals weren't in first in the West, and the first in the East, but in their division, they were the best team that was there. So that's, I, I think, something that you have to look at and say that's an accomplishment. I'm going to be really curious moving forward with this expanded playoff to see 
if in the wild card round the road teams continue to win even half the time. I know they won three out of four this year. That seems like an anomaly, but maybe it's not. And maybe 10 years from now we'll be looking and saying it's not really that much of an advantage to have that home field in the in the first round. Yeah, you, you get cases where you might get wild card teams with very good records that are better than a division champion. We see that in hockey from time to time where the, one of the wild card teams is not that far different in points from the team they're playing in the first round. You know, good teams should win, but yeah, sometimes that layoff sets you back. Even and that was the problem. You know why they don't make these series longer? Why the first round was two out of three? Because they didn't want those other teams to be sitting around that long. Um, you know, it was less of a thing when the playoff, the wild card playoff, is one game. But if it's going to be, you know, you can you can only make it so long. And obviously, the longer the series, the more fair the result is. But yeah, it's you're going to get these events. You're not going to get them all the time, but you're, you're going to get them frequently. He is Tom Timmerman. He writes for the Post-Dispatch and STL Today, covering just about everything out there. That's what we t- talked about, just about everything. Tom, thank you so much for your time. Hope to get you on again in the future. You know where to find me. Thanks, Matt. Awesome. There's Tom Timmerman joining us here on Sports Open Line, and we appreciate him taking a few moments with us. We are going to jump back into the Cardinals. What does it mean that the team has indeed extended uh, some key front office members? We'll discuss that coming up in just a moment. It's Sports Open Line. We're back in a moment here on KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.